It's time for Nordic on Tap. Welcome to our podcast featuring interviews, music, folk tales, and lots of hygge, all with a Nordic flavor. I'm your host, Eric Stavney. I belong to the Bothell Sons of Norway Lodge in Bothell, Washington. Why we didn't get a cool Norwegian lodge name like Edvard Grieg or Richard Nordrock or Bjornstjerne Bjornsson is beyond me, but we're Bothell. And we, my kids and I, Carl and Linnea, started participating in lodge functions, including the 17th of May parade in Ballard, that's Norwegian Independence Day, by the way, Sidnamai, held in the Ballard neighborhood of Seattle, and the 4th of July parade in Bothell. Carl dressed as a Viking in his first parade in 2014, but beginning in 2015, he was offered the plum job as the lodge's parade troll, inside this costume with a huge head, towering six to seven feet from the ground to the top. I thought I'd bring you the story of the Bothell Parade Troll, a Norwegian-American invention, and how this costume came to be. It started in the mid-1990s when the lodge had been choosing a princess to be in the parade. The princess is chosen from the young ladies in the lodge. Most lodges do this, or many lodges do. I think you have to be at least 15 or 16 years old. And the princess becomes really the host for the lodge at our Ludafisk dinner and our other events throughout the year. She's the princess. And she marches with the Bothell Sons of Norway Lodge, which now includes a Viking ship float, in the Sutnamai and 4th of July parades. So, this costume was envisioned by Mike Nelson. He's our lodge caretaker who was also a working chef in railroad dining cars for the Northern Pacific and the Amtrak Railroad. His story on the railroad is for another podcast. It's, it's amazing. But I'll say this. You have to be pretty handy to manage the cooking and serving and cleanup of a galley on a train, starting from scratch ingredients, which he did, and working to a grueling schedule. And there's no doubt Mike has also shown his ability to improvise and repair many things on our lodge. I bring this up because, as you'll see, this costume included a lot of creativity and thought and improvisation to put it together. Mike first got this idea about a troll since, well, in, in classic Norwegian folk tales, the hero Espen Askelad often has to rescue a princess who was kidnapped by a troll. So if we had a princess, Mike thought, we ought to have a troll in this parade too. Here's how this came to be. In the 4th of July parade in Bothell, the Bothell High School band and its cougar mascot always participated. They, they still do. And Mike got this idea seeing the person wearing the Bothell High cougar costume. So I sat down with him one summer day outside to find out more how this came to be. And I thought, you know, we could make something that would be Norwegian for the parades. Right. So I was trying to figure out how to build a, a troll costume. And then I thought, well, when I started putting it together, 
the facial feature that I had in mind completely changed because of how I had bent the aluminum strips. I started out with a camping backpack, aluminum frame, right. and I took the backpack off and added aluminum strips to start the facial head formation. And then I bent some of the other thinner aluminum strips to start to form like the nose. Then from that, I riveted the smaller sixteenth of an inch by one inch. And then over all of that, after I got that formed, then I took chicken wire yep. and formed it to the shape of the eyes, the nose, formed over the nose, and the mouth. The mouth was a tough shot for me, and that is insulators that you put around pipe. Oh, really? Yeah, and I split it down the center and then formed it over the, the chicken wire. At one period of time, I had the eyes set in, and they were just basically white pieces of cardboard. And then over that, I put uh, red cellophane. And at one period of time behind that, I had red bicycle flashing lights. <laughs> so the lights, the eyes would flash. There is a fan inside. It's kind of hard to turn on, but uh, and, it, and it does circulate some air. I covered all that chicken wire with duct tape. Ah. Layers and layers of duct tape, just like you would paper mache. And so that basically formed a skin, but now it's all gray. So then I painted a basic beige-like color, and then I did some pink, a red, black. I used a magic marker to outline and put in uh, creases and, uh, right, right. and laugh lines and stuff like that. Now, the, the so-called hat, stocking cap, is the back of my seat cover for my <laughs> 75 MGB. And then on top of that, we put the Viking helmet with horns, and that's how it became the Viking troll. Is there and some straw up there? The hair, I went down to Michael's. <laughs> I was going to buy a wig and cut up and get a beard and stuff like that. Well, it started getting expensive. So I bought some straw, some yarn, some hair that was basically from a dreadlocks. Oh, dreadlocks. Dreadlocks. Like, um, Jamaican folk. Yeah, yeah, and there was yeah. a small wig that had a portion of dreadlocks in it. So I kind of broke everything down and threw the straw in there for hair and I threw the hair in there, I threw the yarn in there, and it all came out to look like facial hair. And then the sword, I didn't want a sword that, this is heavy enough, so heavy, out of metal or anything yeah, like right, that, because right. I didn't want anybody to combine, as it was, they were trying to take it all the time anyways, they wanted a souvenir. And I first covered it with duct tape, but it wasn't shiny, so then I used the duct duct tape. It's a shiny tape, and it reflects the sun, so if you get out in the sun and shake it, it'll reflect the sunlight back and gleam. And so the kids wouldn't fear me. So here's how my son Carl got involved with the costume. I feel like it was, I actually was the one doing the approaching. Oh. More if, as far as I remember, because I know that he... This is, this is Mike Nelson? Yeah, yeah, Mike Nelson. I think he'd been, he's been doing it for such a long time. And I know he would also drive the princess car occasionally. Right. So I think it was kind of like a we, he would have he would drive the princess car, and now someone else needed to be the troll. So I think I was like, hey, you know, what if uh, what if I was the troll? And he was like, yeah, okay. And I was like, cool, neat. I'm gonna be the troll. I mean, I, I think I'd seen the troll costume before, but I hadn't really been up close to it. Yeah. 
the thing is a contraption, to say the least. So you've got the uh, sort of hiking backpack frame. Is a hiking bag? Right. And then you've got chicken wire and foam, and there's some, like, maybe there's some dowels in there. I'm not sure. So where's the chicken wire? So, above? Yeah, it's sort of above me. Yeah. So um, the costume is mostly head. Uh, that's right. It like because the the if you once you're inside it, the vault of the the ceiling of the head is you know a good foot or two above you, and so the jaw kind of sits right at the base of your neck. Okay. So when you're walking, you can't see straight forward. That's kind of where the nose would be. You have to look sort of at a downward angle to because down through the mouth. Which oh, that's has the, like where the, the screen. The yeah, that's where the black mesh screen is. Okay. And then the whole con- the whole thing is held shape-wise with, I think there's some chunks of wood in there, but it's mostly, the, the frame of it is chicken wire covered in some ancient duct tape. I mean, this stuff is you know, it's still sticky on the inside. And then it's painted on the outside, but it's all like kind of cracked and aged. The hair is part sort of curly black wig, part straw. There's a, like a red sort of knit cap on the very top, plus a very Germanic opera horned helmet, big big eyes. I think the eyes are red. They have like red, sort of like plastic round. And pens. they're big eyes. They are. They? They're they are very sizable. Of course, they're like a good foot above your head. So when you're inside, you can kind right. of look up and see them. This suit was not built for comfort in a lot of ways. In some ways, it was, especially with the fan in the nose um, to keep you cool during long parade routes. Now, Carl uses the, the hands and the feet, and I just used big boots right. and gloves. The first gloves were green, and then these are yellow. yellow. And the kids seem to like that it's bright colors. Oh, interesting. And so they don't get, they don't get scared, because some of them get real scared. And when I waved, I didn't wave, wave, wave. I've closed and opened my hands. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, okay. so they, it was a calmer way to, to wave. Because a lot of kids do get scared. Uh, even to this day, no matter what you do, you got to learn to step away as quick as you can yeah. so that they don't get traumatized or any, any way. Then after a while, you know, they, they've even followed down to the end of the parade and had their picture taken. Here's what Carl used with the costume on his hands and feet. I bought these, like... Um, they look like they're they're called like barefoot slippers, but they look like the feet of a bear, hairy, hairy, yeah. and with claws. And I also had some like fuzzy paw things to kind of go with it as well. Um, and he, I think he wears garden gloves. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Those are those are because of the sword. Because the he's, there's also this very chunky, cartoonishly big broadsword looking thing it's wood isn't it it's wood i think it's covered in foil uh-huh. um there's a little bell at the end sometimes sometimes the bell falls off it's pretty easy for the bell to fall off but the handle of it is not ergonomic <laughs> in any way it's it's very wavy and you like uh, a lot of the times i just leave it in the in the boat float did you have the tail in mind from the beginning the tail was not this tail it was just a piece of rope mm-hmm. and it was pinned inside the dress. The dress's shirt was the cheapest material that I could buy. I just folded it over, cut it so I could get the the frame through it, 
could have put the frame in into the dress instead of over the head. The first one didn't have any arms cut out. Well, then I cut the arms a little bit. I didn't sew it. I stapled it. Right. So, so it was all just kind of stapled together. Below the head, you have this sort of like run sack moo, I guess I would call it. Okay. Um, and it's and it's de it's not shaped in any way. Your your shoulders are up inside the head, so the sleeve comes to about mid forearm, and it's just this kind of um, yeah sort of run sacky, almost potato sack material. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a tail. Then I think somebody found that tail, and I put the tail on, and I, and I think Carl found the same thing. When it was down low, people tried to step on it, and so he put it up higher, and that made a difference, because, you know, they will, they'll try and reach over and step on it. <laughs> or the kids will, if it's down low enough, they'll try and grab it. Not meaning to be no, mean right. or anything, but uh, just grab at the tail. We are using it in late, mid-May mid and early July. It gets toasty in there. It's a bit of a greenhouse, to say the least. So I'm usually running. I'm usually set up in a t-shirt and shorts, and yeah. trying to trying my best to keep cool. But there is, of course, the uh, the fan built into the sort of nose cavity. Of course, you turn that on in a rather grotesque way, <laughs> but um, that's you know all part of the fun. All part of being a troll. Yes, you know, good Christian manners don't come easily to. A... So is it actually up through a nostril, or do you yeah, put your hand? Yeah, there there is a the switch. power switch is accessed up through a nostril. Yes, I, I see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember trying to get you in it. It helps to have help. Oh yeah, you need a team. You need this is this is not something you strap into yourself. You need at least two people to help lift it onto you. You need people to feed you crackers through the. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> in between the like lower jaw of the head and there's like a gap between that and sort of like the the shirt. So you can actually reach in through there if you need to like access your face in any way. There have definitely been times when you know it's like I'm suited up, but I'm like I'm, I'm feeling snacky. So I think that, like here's a cracker, just like you know it's through the neck. So <laughs> it's been you know cheese crackers, whatever you can fit through there. Yeah, water yeah. definitely water. Definitely water. Yeah. So there's a lot of waiting. We get you set, and then there's. Yeah, at you, the staging area. Yeah, and it's usually because I'm bored because there's not much for me to do to prep. Because when we're staging for the parades, there's there can be a lot of waiting. I wait a little bit, but I usually try to get it on sooner rather than later, just so we don't have to rush with it. Um, and then we always do the like group pictures, and so they usually want me in the suit for that. I remember you resting. I guess there isn't a good place to sit with back support. But yeah, up... I'm very top-heavy, so when I sit down, I tend to lean really far forward, so I look like a very dejected troll yes, on the lawn. Yes, the sad troll. Yeah. Like, Are you okay, Carl? Mm -hmm. oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm just like, this is the most comfortable position for I'm me to sit. Because it's like, blomp, yeah. I'm going to be falling over otherwise. It's just <laughs> how you balance your center of gravity when you're not standing up. And so they start marching mm -hmm. they they get rolling we have the banner folks up front and then we've got you know a couple of other walkers and then i think the princess float comes first yeah I, she's ahead of the viking yes ship. That's there's weird. a princess float and then i think there's me and then i think there's the viking ship yeah which is towed by a pickup truck like, yeah like a and it's got some banners on it, so it looks the part. And then, of course, the, the king and queen are at the prow of the Viking ship. Right, of the year, yeah. right. Uh -huh. And then I just kind of range 
usually like my starting designation is kind of in between the princess car and the float but i can move forward and back as the case may be yeah and you seem to work the sides right? yes yes i mean that's the point the whole point of being a troll is you have to um you know work the public you know you, you interact with different folks in different ways you know starting at your your sleepy baby toddler age sometimes you'll be like hello child and a lot of the times they'll just be like what are you you know like just confused more than anything once they get into that early preschool age you you keep a distance because you don't want them freaking out because you know i i would have done that if i saw me coming at me (laughs) (laughs) you get up into late elementary early middle school they you know they they know that you're a weird looking dude but they'll they'll talk at you They'll, they'll start talking smack if you let them so you just kind of got to serve it back to them as best you can. So I didn't know you actually talk? Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll be like, what are you? I'll be like, I'm a troll. And they'll be like, oh, okay. And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. did the high five idea happen that's organically? Just, yeah, that's just sort of a mascot thing to do. Yeah. So it just, it, and it feels, it's like, hello, I am, I am friendly. You can interact with me kind of a thing. And then once they're up to, like, college through young adulthood, they're always just like, woo, troll, you know, and I'm just like, hey, guys, and they're like, oh, you know, so. Well, they, they like, pull you aside for yeah. a picture, Yeah, oh, they, right? they, they wrote me into pictures like you wouldn't believe. And then, of course, the retirees are also really big fans. They're yeah. the, I'm always just like, how you doing, folks? And they're like, oh, it's a troll. <laughs> it's, yeah, but it is, it's a workout. It takes a lot of energy because you're, uh, you're booking it because you, you want to see both sides of the street, and there's a lot of street. And you gotta go. So you can't spend too long on either side, and you just zigzagging back and forth. One day I, I saw Mike standing at the curb in the full troll costume trying to flag traffic to come to one of our events. Here's what he said about it I got some horn honks out there and everything, you know, and like I say, I think about five, six cars pulled in. One lady just, she's still out there, and she said, uh, Well, he's the reason we pulled in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Otherwise, that's that's about it. It I noticed today it's probably need for a little more paint job, a little more, a little more beige, a little more pink. Do a little touch up here and there, but otherwise, it's, the duct tape has really held up well. I'm not, yeah, I'm surprised. Who needs paper mache? I know. <laughs> what's what's been fun for me? I've actually sort of created my own following as the troll for for me, not just for the troll, like. I used to work East Lake uh, on the east side of Lake Union. Yeah, yeah. And I would tell people who'd come in, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing, I'm going to the Sons of Norway. I'm going to be the troll in this parade on the weekend. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. And so there have definitely been times where it's like I haven't worked there in years, and I'll be like doing my parade route, and people will be like, hey, and I'll be like, huh, and they'll be like, Lake Union Mail, and I'll be like, oh, like that's right, you yeah, used to work there, right? I'm like, yeah, and because the, they know it's me in there still, and I'm just like, oh, that's cool, you know, like. Wow. Now, sadly, partly because of the pandemic, it's been a while, right? Yeah, it's Maybe been three years? two, three years at least, yeah. yeah and they even haven't had the parade. No. Um, this Maybe week. this summer, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe by 4th of July, things will have leveled out. I mean, things look like they're moving yeah, that and, way. And but... we don't know what the standing is, whether they've... <laughs> found somebody else or what's going on right i mean i'm i'm first in line to volunteer if they're still looking yeah. and that's that's been kind of nice usually i'm the guy they tap first i'm i'm first on the list so it feels good huh? it does you, you, it does like you have your place i have my place in the 
organization and Mike's got to drive his car. Yeah. So someone's got to do it, and I'm more than happy to. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. But I hope that you get a chance. Me to too. Do it. Me Thank too. You. I wanna. I'd like to get back to that. So did it? Did it debut in the in a Bothell parade? It debuted in the Bothell parade. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Yeah. Fourth of July. So that is the story of Mike Nelson's inspired troll costume, which has been delighting parade-goers for 25 years, and my son for the last five years that the parades have been held. It sure has been fun to have a happy troll in the parade here in Bothell and Seattle. So perhaps you have a parade troll, or the equivalent, where you live. Write to us at nordicontap at gmail.com and include a picture and I'll put it on our website along with the pictures and a video of the Bothell Sons of Norway troll. As I produce this podcast, it's three days before the 17th of May, and the Ballard Sitnamai Parade is again on for 2022. Carl is, of course, ecstatic. So am I. I plan to drive my own car in the parade to advertise Nordic on Tap. And as in past years, I do expect to see my friends who host the Scandinavian Hour in the parade as well. They broadcast great Scandinavian music every weekend on KKNW radio or streaming. That is, you need to listen at the right hour and time. Streaming from the Scandinavian Hour, all one word, dot com. That's at 6 a.m. Pacific time on Saturdays and Sundays and again at 9 a.m. Pacific on Saturdays every weekend. Since we're talking about Sittnamai, a suitable song here is the Norwegian national anthem, Ja vi elskar Yes, we love this land. It's written by Rikard Nordrok, a famous Norwegian composer, and the lyrics are written by Bjornsten and Bjornsson, another very famous Norwegian writer and poet. This was, this was composed in 1864. This recording is in the public domain, uh, comes from the U.S. Armed Forces Band. <laughs> telling you, if that doesn't stir your blood, <laughs> you don't have a pulse. Our intro music is The New March by Alfred Morton Hoyrup and Ruthie Dornfeld. Our outgoing music is composed and performed by Daryl Jackson. So I'll see you at a parade sometime soon. Hurrah for Sitnamai, or July 4th, both National Independence Days. I'm your host, Eric Stavney. Viseas. Thank you.